Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. Let's pray. Father in heaven, uh, we come to you as your people gathered. Seeking more of your life within us. Seeking to see what that looks like corporately. Father, thank you for your desires for us. And thank you for your ways that are higher than our ways. So we we come together and, and we say we need you. surrender ourselves to you. We say, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Let your son be glorified. So, Terry Bennett's conference is probably uh, wrapping up right about now in Tennessee. Uh, If you haven't had an opportunity to to see any of it, uh, watch the whole thing when it comes out on YouTube. Uh, I believe he has the message for the hour and it was interesting to me but not surprising that Joy and I went to the conference last year and uh, you you could hardly find a seat uh, last year this year there's about a third as many people because the message that he has is is not a popular message (laughs) death to self is not a popular message because the gospel that the church in America has embraced is Self plus Jesus equals heaven. <laughs> Think about it. That's that's the gospel in America. And uh, last week we were 
Joy and I were at a church uh, in Minnesota where my, my brother-in-law was licensed as a vineyard pastor. And uh, it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can scoot over or something. Uh, he's he's on staff at a, a church that that by all popular measures uh, would be viewed as a huge success. Uh, but I I I would weep if if I had to be there. because they they won't challenge the people. They they won't even teach the people about unpopular topics. They they won't even teach the people about tithing. I I I have never seen such an apologetic offering taken in my life. Uh, and and I, I was just aghast. Uh, they have three services, and I think you could have videotaped every one and cut and pasted them together at the same point in time. And and they would have just fit because there there wasn't a word of difference in any of the three, and and they they have fully adopted the church growth strategy, and. Uh, they're they're the epitome of of what Terry is is teaching against. Uh, they are like the fullness of what's wrong with the church in America, <laughs> and uh, in order to deliver um, a prophetic word over my brother-in-law. Uh, I and, and another guy that he, he had just met uh, a few weeks before who is a, a spirit-filled minister of the gospel. We, we had to take him between services and, <laughs> and prophesy over him and pray over him because that could not happen in, in the regular service. Uh, and and this, this is not uncommon today. Um, I, I, I wish it was uncommon. But the, the Lord's taking us like in the opposite direction. And uh, I, I said this a few weeks ago, but I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, 
if if you're here still, if you're here today, uh, you you have dealt with some things about the old wineskin because there there's comfort in the old wineskin. Uh, and, and it's the old wineskin that I've been talking about for a few minutes. Uh, you, you come and, and you hear a, a message and you go away feeling like you did your duty. And, and you're, you're okay because the guy with the mic just told you you're okay. And uh, I shudder. Uh, for leaders who who are in that because Terry is saying that it's it's been released and, and there is uh, forget how we put it exactly uh, God has initiated a sifting of leaders. And woe to you leaders who have deafened the ears of my people. So, anyway, what, what I want to talk about a little bit today is what, what I believe is, is a root issue uh, for the problems that that Terry is talking about, and um, Ernie, I'm going to give you a word right now as it's going to be explained uh, as we go. And the Lord says that you are not far from the kingdom. sounds so good, but it's about the best thing that I think I possibly could have said. And it's from the Lord. The sin that we are all guilty of is that we have undervalued Christ Jesus. And we have undervalued the life of Christ Jesus. That that is a, a root that leads to all manner of 
wrong activity and wrong motives and, and wrong life coming forth. Because uh, the thing that, <clears throat> that we really have to understand at, at a, a gut level This is part of the ways of God. God is all about delayed gratification. Deferred rewards. And America is entirely the opposite. Our, our entire culture is, is built on the opposite of that. Fast food, fast money, fast church, fast salvation, fast cars, fast whatever. <laughs> and God, on the other hand, is a farmer. He plants seed and he waits. And he knows his seed isn't going anywhere. His seed's gonna come forth. It's, it's going to bear a harvest. He doesn't care if it takes 2,000 years. He doesn't care if it takes 2,100 years. At which point all of us would be dead. But if, uh, if you believe Terry Bennett, and, and I do, there's one guy who I would say is an apostle and a prophet. He's the one guy that I would say is that. Is <laughs> he, he not only preaches this message, he's carrying it. And there may be a few others on the earth who are preaching it. If there are, I haven't seen them. But I don't know if there's any more who are carrying it like he does. Because when you carry it, you release it. And so, Terry's message hasn't changed from last year. about the need for a, a second Pentecost. But he had some pretty helpful advice on overcoming the self-life this year. Uh, practical stuff. Uh, and, and I have to tell you, um, 
Um, his message would be convicting to a lot of people out of necessity. But uh, <clears throat> I have been pursuing, and I believe most of us have been pursuing the life of God to come forth in us for, for the last year. And I felt like a couple months ago that I was really getting somewhere. And then somehow I got distracted and, and I haven't even been able to get back to where I was uh, for, for a number of weeks. And that is frustrating. It's, it's a concern, but I'm, I know I'm getting, I'm going to get there. And, and I'm going to get further than I was. Because this whole thing, it's, it's like learning how to walk. Because that, that's what it is. It's, it's learning how to walk with the self-life in subjection to the Spirit of God. Because the life of Christ Jesus is not going to come forth until we have overcome the self-life. Because, and, and, and this is part of what that looks like. As, as long as we're satisfied to live without the life of Christ being in dominance within us, God will let us live that way. As, as long as we're satisfied <laughs> with, with living the self-life, uh, the, the Lord will allow us to, to live that way. Because he, he will not override our will. And, and this, this is the thing. Uh, that Christ Jesus, he, he voluntarily laid down who he was in heaven to, to come to earth And, and then lived a, a completely submitted life to the Father such, such that he, he could say I do nothing but what the Father is doing I, I say nothing but what the Father is, is saying this, this Jesus Christ will have a bride and that bride is going to be his counterpart because she will voluntarily have laid down her life to, to the death of it because that's what he did in, in obedience to the Father. 
That's that's what it's going to take for for Christ Jesus to have a counterpart. And and that is entering the kingdom. Because we you know, in the vineyard we've talked more about the kingdom of God than any other religious group that has existed in this century or for the last century. But precious few have actually entered it. Because the, the kingdom of God is, is the realm of his rule and his reign. And, and if, if the self-life is still alive within us, guess what? We've, we've not yet entered the kingdom of heaven. And, and I thank God that I am here uh, among a people who will hear this. Because <laughs> there's precious few <laughs> in America who will hear this. This is this is what Jesus said in Matthew thirteen. Forty four through forty six. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then then in his joy he went out and he sells all that he has and he buys that field. We, we can keep nothing back. This, this, is, this is another erroneous part of the gospel that that is being propagated in America that that the gospel is is free that's only half of the story because it's it's free but it costs us everything to obtain Which is why so few have entered the kingdom in America is because they've been lied to, they've been told they're in it. And then Jesus goes on that also the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. 
who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all he had and bought it. So we've we've undervalued Christ Jesus with with our time. We've undervalued Jesus with with our thoughts and our speech. We've we've undervalued Jesus with our our resources and our money. And and you know I I, I thank God for for all of you because we we keep getting these awards from the vineyard for for giving per capita. Because, I don't know, we may be the highest per capita giving church in, in America. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> because almost all of us tithe or more. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the national average is like 10%. <laughs> A tithe of the people tithe. What's that? No, a, a tithe of the people, so ten percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which you're right. It's about that's about ten percent of the population. So <laughs> on any any given Sunday. Ah. So. Getting there. <laughs> uh, it, it starts by recognizing that we we now know who the enemy is, and it's us. <laughs> uh, it's it's me for wanting my own way for wanting to decide what I do with my time, decide what I do with whatever. Because all my life, the church has told me that was okay. Not so much with speaking, but with example. So, I, I think I just, I, I want to encourage us today. I, I think we all do need to repent for undervaluing Christ Jesus. Because I, I, I believe that is a, a root issue. And the thing is, we, we can't overcome the self-life by focusing on the self-life. <laughs> then then it, it just continues to be in preeminence. And, and I think that maybe has been part of my problem in the last few weeks. If, if we will properly value 
Christ Jesus and his sacrifice and and embrace delayed gratification. I think we'll get somewhere. And and if we if we will repent for undervaluing Christ Jesus there will be a release of grace to to begin to rightly value him as as the source of our life give us a revelation of what what is self what he wants to deal with in us every moment and that that he brings a willingness into us where we're willing to die so father i ask that you come by the power of the holy spirit and bring a willingness in each one of us to die to what is self and god we need you to do that we need a revelation of that and father i ask that you cause our hearts to turn to repent to receive and to widen so that we can receive that it's not all about us and god 
whatever part of us is making it all about us, I ask that you shine your light on it, expose it, God, because we want it to be all about Jesus. We say the words that we want him to receive his full reward. But God, I'm asking you to take those words and put them in our heart. In Jesus' name. The, the delayed gratification is related to the, the waiting for the life of Christ to come. Because it, it comes a little at a time as, as we overcome self. And what we're really waiting for is it for to entirely take over, which which will happen, which which does happen, but that doesn't happen until we're completely surrendered. And yeah. And 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 that, therein is is the thing that you and I are not the boss of the process. We we don't get to define the process. And and, and probably the the best description of the process that, that I've ever seen is the Reese Howells book. Bruce Howell's intercessor because he he describes just how the Holy Spirit brought him through different things and and some of them took months years (laughs) Uh, but it was the Lord's process And, and so so here is, is another word of, of encouragement uh, that, that we, we are in this process. And the worst thing we can do is to think we're done before we're done. <laughs> or think that we've gone far enough before we've gone all the way. Because if, if Terry's right, and I, I believe that he is, that you know, this this is what the Lord's doing right now. Is is he he is readying a people to receive the life of his son. And he used some words yesterday. You know, it's it, it's it's gonna be the the small, insignificant looking group of people. Here we are. <laughs> because there's there's gonna there's this other big thing that's happening, and it's not the big thing. 
It's the small and the insignificant that when the life of Christ breaks forth in, into those people, the world's never going to be the same. Because we're, we're not talking about 120 this time. We're talking about 100 here and 20 here and 30 there and 500 on the other side of the planet and all over the earth where this is going on. And you know, this, this is this is just uh, something that I wonder about. I, I wonder if this is the 144,000. in Revelation. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. Damn. Uh, I, I would like to lead us in a prayer of repentance. We're undervaluing the Son of God. The reality is he, he is the greatest treasure the world has ever known. He, he left the glory of heaven as, as the Son of God to, to come to earth and, and, and take on human flesh for all time not, not just for the 33 years he, he was here he, he is still a fully man fully glorified man but fully man and, and fully God So, uh, Father in heaven, we are so blessed to be your people. We thank you for choosing us before the foundation of the world. You foreknew us, you predestined us to be adopted as your children. And right now we, we confess our sin of undervaluing your son and all that he did for us, all that he has provided for us. We confess our sin and we ask you to forgive us. And now we ask for a release of grace to, to rightly value him with our, our living, with our speaking, with our thinking. 
transform us. Oh Lord. Thank you for your mercy. we thank you for those times that you put us on our knees on our backs staring at death not being able to walk unable to breathe because Lord it's in those times that we know that your only reason for living is you because without you there's no reason to live Lord, I've been repenting daily, hourly. And I know you hear that, Father, but we concentrate so much on fighting the enemy and, and repenting sometimes we forget to glorify you and the majesty that you are in our lives. Lord, I want to thank this family for reaching out to me. patient when I can't do things like I used to be able to do. But I also know, Lord, there is no doubt in my mind because you've done it before. You will heal. In those times that I have taken care of people that choose to look at their bucket list, who choose to look at their life as ending, and it inspires me. I'm more careful with who I spend my time with. And you understand that too. But Lord, we know our lives are in your hands. And it is by grace that as we age, those seeds that we planted or the seeds that our grandparents planted are going to 